Hi everyone, welcome to season two, episode eight of Morning Matcha. I'm here today with Gray, the co-founder of Arts Not Parts, which is a creative call to action in solidarity with transgender youth. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming and drinking matcha with us today. <laughs> yes. This is literally my, like, I've had, t today I've had like 12 cups of tea, one, um, one latte and now I'm on my matcha That's kick so this is gonna be a really fun <laughs> podcast I'm super excited so exciting <laughs> thank you for having me yeah I'm so happy to be here with you and um and just like learn more about arts not parts and you and super excited and have you like educate me on all things so let's get started with what is arts not parts because we like found you on Instagram Aww. and a while ago, like right when you guys, first, I think it was through Jacob Tobiah because we're friends with him. We love him or them. them. <laughs> yes. See, this is what I need. Oh, I need you to educate me. Okay. So yeah, we're friends with them and we love to do all sorts of things with Jacob. So yeah, share with us what exactly it is. Um, Arts Not Parts is a creative call to action in solidarity with transgender youth. It's basically a, um, a nice way to put it is like social action. But the way I put it, because it's, it's graffiti, it's just like political graffiti that people, I mean, I think it has more um substance because it is graffiti like you're sort of doing something that's frowned upon by yeah. the law but also it's like for you I'm willing like to maybe get a ticket or like written up something on my um non-existent record <laughs> so you're doing graffiti in places where it's like you're just doing it heteronormative not... spaces or like well-known homophobic like owned businesses and their posters that were hanging up not just like writing on the walls um these posters were designed by i think over 40 artists from around the world, artists in India, artists in, um, I think, Japan, like everyone like from J.D. Sampson to Peaches and Sia. And it's so no way like it doesn't make sense because it's not supposed to happen. Right. But it did <laughs> like they're doing the art or oh yeah they made posters and you can download them for free on artsnotparts.com and print them out go tag them up in any restroom that you see fit and deserving of it some people took it to their schools and hung them up um which was great because it's like you want people at school especially uh to feel like they can use the restrooms wherever they want and they won't be harassed or bullied and a lot of states have like rules that are just like internal not even like a state declared rule yeah but just like rules where you aren't allowed to use restrooms that you identify with when it comes to your gender is based on a birth certificate which is like no one was really even there you know for the birth like the mom she's all huh the yeah. child brand new yeah like no one was there being like hey maybe i don't identify as this yeah. but they're like stamp girl stamp boy no in between no um no open-mindedness I don't know but uh the posters are a great way great way not only to make just people feel good but also it lets you know that there's someone in your area who like gives a damn yeah about you and I think that's kind of like the best part to me especially because I'm like just knowing that someone in that area gives a shit yeah it's kind of like enough to keep you going a little bit just like that thought in the back of your head that your town you can be we have like people in kansas like who put up posters like if you walk in there you're like damn that's fucking cool someone yeah. cares 
Yeah. And someone took the time to do this. Even if you don't know what it's about, you're just like, well, that says enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you, uh, so you're saying this is happening all over the world, mm-hmm. even in India. Are these posters, like collaborations that you guys have done or they just happen, these artists just happen to. Oh, these are collaborations. We reached out to them and, um, when I say we, me and Molly Logan, who I love, oh. and she's like, she co-created this and did, I mean, without her, this would not have become as big as it did. I was just going to be a little rat going into like the streets being like, <laughs> we're going to tag up these places. I'm tired of this president right now. Oh my gosh. And, um, she was like, no, let's make it bigger. And we can like get so many people involved and people were more than willing because of like, no one was saying no, which is like kind of amazing. Who's more than willing? Who are the people that oh, are? Oh, um, like, jd sampson for instance or like um, but not the places you're tagging oh no i'm like wait they're like yeah come up and tag this homophobic establishment we've had like some places like there was this um boba spot and it's just like older um asian men who worked there and me and my friends went in with posters and it was like 9 p.m and we're like excuse me and we said to the young kids because we saw the older men they were giving us frowns because we're like dressed like queer kids in mm-hmm. LA this were where we were and are you from LA no I'm from North Carolina oh, yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah don't say it too loud uh, <laughs> but that's where I was when I, I like grew up mostly in LA and we were in the valley doing this and these older men were giving us like no like why are you in my establishment and we went to like the young cashier and we were like hey, is it okay if we hang... Like, we don't usually ask for permission, but we did for some reason. We're like, is it okay if we hang a poster on the restroom? And the dude was like, you know what? I have no problem with that, but I know my uncle's going to probably take it down. And he, like, his uncle had, like, went to the back or something, and I was like, that's okay. We can put it up now. You know, you did something good. And he was like, all right. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's so cool. Yeah. I was like, see, the, I have, I have faith. I have faith in. Yeah, you have faith in the younger generation that's oh, yeah. going to take over. It's just the interim. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the issue. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you came up with the idea and why and. Um, um well, I uh, I identify as bisexual and gender fluid, which means like sometimes I can be a greaser, you know. A what? A greaser, you know. What's a greaser? Like I have like a very masculine energy that presents itself. So I'm like Danny Zuko with the with the ring. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then I have like more like an old Southern lady who basically like cooks food and won't leave her house. And it's just it's it's fluid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um bisexual bisexual, but uh I recently came like understood what gender fluid was i didn't even know it was a thing really when like tell me when what's recently uh recently as in like i'd have to say no more than seven eight months ago really yeah because i didn't know there was a word for it i just thought everyone just like did whatever the fuck they wanted but no that's not the case like at all and i was like oh oh of course why why wouldn't that of course there's something before you found out the term gender mm-hmm. fluid you were just going kind of back and forth based on what you felt or oh, yeah, you just were going on feeling and th- is this like your whole life or oh, i mean i used to like oh embarrassing truths <laughs> i want everything that's embarrassing <laughs> like from when it came to dressing up i used to think that like it was just like 
oh, I'm just a fan of these people. But it would go like so far, like so far into it. Like fan when of I, what people? Like um, Amelia Earhart, who I mentioned before we started yeah. filming. I used to dress up as her all the time, oh and gosh. I didn't realize I had a crush on Hillary Swank. Like I didn't, re- I didn't get that until at all. you saw the movie. Yeah, I saw the movie, and I was like, oh my god, I love Amelia's look, and I didn't realize why I loved Amelia so much until I saw Boys Don't Cry, and I was like, oh, it's Hillary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> Got it. So, yeah, gay. Got that. Great. And then um, I used to dress up like Steven Tyler. And I was like, I, I would, like, marry him one day. But also, I want to, like, look like him. And so I used to dress like like skinny jeans, torn up T-shirts. And it was, like, a completely different vibe. And I'd, I'd be walking around like I was from the 80s or something. And yeah. people would just be like, okay, well. Yeah. And that was like daily attire. It oh, wasn't yeah. all just the time. Like, yeah. It was like switching. And then like sometimes I'm just like an old Native American woman like my grandmother. And I'm just like, hi, like, yeah. how are we? You want some tea? And it just like switches all the time. But I didn't know there was a thing for that because I'd feel that way and not dress according to like how I was feeling that day. And what would that be if you weren't dressed according? Oh, it'd just be like I'd feel like super masculine but be like not in jeans which would make me so uncomfortable but I'd be like oh well I have to like present myself this way at this event or something so I'm gonna wear this leather skirt and then I was like oh no let's get rid of that uh and so like now I'm a minimalist now so everything I own is very precise I own like two bags of things and a guitar so it's like very small options. I know what I like and I know what I'm going to wear if I feel like in the mood. And I know if I'm going to be like, hey, maybe wear the ring today, but then like wear your jeans and a dress on top of it. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I could change any moment during the day. Like, Yeah. And style is really interesting. I think style. I love fashion and mm-hmm. um, just style in general is so cool because it's just a form of self-expression and how you're feeling. So for anyone, no matter what, it's it's fun to put things together and be able to like share with others what the feeling that you have on the inside. Obviously it's not something that every single person in this world is able to care about, right? Like all yeah. In India or whatever, but, um, but I think it's super cool. And I love that you love to dress up. Oh, especially makeup. That's clothes i'm like ah okay yeah makeup your makeup right now for those of you that can't see her makeup is like it's like a galaxy and i just want it like in my room all day long thank you uh i've i I mean i just like i when i like started like understanding how much i loved queer culture not realizing that i was at all in queer culture like i am a part of it can you explain that like how just queer culture in general Oh, what that is like consists of. Yeah. Well, I think it consists of different things for everyone, like what people are drawn to. Um, For me personally, I was first drawn to like drag queens because I was like, who are these? Like, I I thought everyone was a woman. I didn't understand. Like at a young age, I was like 16 when I first met a drag queen or knew what a drag queen was. I just thought that like people, you know, dress however they wanted. And I was a huge fan of the 80s, 80s, but I never thought that these women weren't like as society would say women so i would be like oh it's just a lady right there i wouldn't think drag queen it just and um i you started, just thought someone that really dressed up yes and i was like yes look at her might have might have been using the wrong pronouns but i didn't know i was a kid and um i went i started working in the la art scene and it was downtown la so sketch 
But like the first drag queen I met was Laganja Stranja, and she was working the door at an event that I eventually ended up working with. But I rem- I remember I was like walking up to her and she was like, oh, my God, you look so cute. And I was like, who is this tall lady? She's so kind. Aww. And like I ran up to her and like gave her a hug and she was like, you're so cute. Everything is a look. Yes. And I didn't have makeup on or anything. I the makeup I was wearing was some wet Crayola. Um, <laughs> I'd like to not um, color pencils because I was not allowed to wear makeup. <gasps> that is so, so creative. I, like, was I'm dr- going to try that. It's so sad. <laughs> And she was being so nice. And I know I look like a patchwork, like not even a cute look. And she was like, you look so good, girl. Your face is beat. And I was like, really? And then I saw the blunt in her hand. And I was like, that's why they call you Laganja Estranja. <laughs> like you're kindly lying to me. Or maybe you don't realize this is not a look. But then in her eyes, she's like, yes. And she's like sparkly. And she has like this extravagant outfit on. And I'm just like, my my shit came from H and M, and um, that's my first introduction to queer culture because, like, I didn't grow up in a house that was like, "Here's like queer people and this." Stuff. Yeah, it what was, was your household like? Super artsy. Like, my dad's like a hippie. Like, he's just like an artsy hippie. He loves everyone. Um, my mom, she's like, she, I, I don't know how to describe <laughs> that woman. Sometimes it's, it's very, it changes, but um, very open minded. So I just, but we never really crossed that bridge. And unless we were like talking about one of our cousins, they're like, you know, your cousin's a lesbian, right? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what? I don't know what that is. I'm like, yeah. okay, good for her. Like, <laughs> yeah. And um, th- like for me, queer culture was drag queens initially, and then I got very interested in um history, and so I became like a huge fan of like Harvey Milk, and um. Yeah who partially inspired this as well. Cool. And like, um, I became a huge fan of like Sylvia Rivera and the star movement and, um, Marsha P Johnson, who is my fucking heart. And, um, I, like, I got very invested in the fact that there was like a story and I didn't know about it. And I was like, um, excuse me, history books. Where? Yeah. So you where, just kind where? of like started peeling back the layers and learning more and more. Oh yeah. Cause I was like, well, they're not going to teach me this in school. And literally, yeah, it's interesting, huh? Oh yeah, I mean the sex ed tapes were still like, uh, like a video about AIDS <laughs> that was basically like, if you're gay, you're gonna die. And it's like, uh, okay, so yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, don't like this. No. Yeah, but that was my introduction to queer culture, and I'm sure people have like different things that draw them in. But like, I mean, my first week. In New York, my only desire was to go to the Stonewall Inn, sneak in, and get a t-shirt because I'm too young. What's Stonewall Inn? Oh, my God. It's where um, the Stonewall riots happened. Uh, Marsha P. Johnson threw the shot glass heard around the world. I think it, like, I'm not sure. I might be wrong. I think it started the Pride March in New York. Oh, wow. Or it was right around the timing Mm -hmm. of it. I believe it started it, but, like, it was a huge riot. Basically, it was one of the first times in, like, recent history in America where queer people fought back. Wow. And it was freaking beautiful. And people will say that, like, other people started the march. I mean, mean the riot, but it was Marsha. It was Marsha. She was like, I'm not going down without a fight. I'm tired of this. (laughs) And they won, which was, like, crazy. Yeah. Which is, like, people can win, even Mm -hmm. when it doesn't seem like the odds are in their favor. 
Yeah. And they did. And now it's a historical landmark, which it should be. That's incredible. So you were like, I that's my first stop. Oh, yeah. I, I was not not getting a T-shirt. And so I went cool. in there three times and did not get carded. And I was like, Ugh. and then he like the bartender was like, where's your ID? And I was like, I don't have one of those. But can I please <laughs> I get that poster. shirt? <laughs> I have a poster I'll give you. I couldn't even get to the restroom. So I just tagged the front door of the bar. And I, I know they took it off because they were like, what is wrong with this kid? Like, she snuck in. She bought a T-shirt. Now she just put a poster on her door. Like, oh, that's so sad. Are you, like, tagging, tagging with spray oh, paint? No, no. no. Just no. posters. Just posters. I mean, people could do what they want, but that's not what we're saying. Go do. That's why we made posters. And um, we find that to be, you know, enough. A, enough. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you're not like vandalizing. No, no. Like Even people cool. can take them off. We hope they don't, which is yeah. like the hope. Like, don't take them off. Read them. Celebrate it. Be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to turn a blind eye and not take that off the wall. Like, that's what I want. So it's only in restrooms? Like, is um, that where people, you guys are focusing? We were focusing yeah. on restrooms, but then people started taking them to other places. Like, people have hung them up in their um, offices. People have hung them up in their bedrooms. I'm just like, you know what? Who am I to say only restrooms hang them up where you see fit, where you need the love, where you want to see the love. Mm -hmm. And um, I plan on taking them to the street, which is going to be so fun. I mean, just walking down the street and then seeing a poster that says, like, everybody welcome. Just on the street, be like, you're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Like in L.A. when there's, like, movie posters, one after another, after another, after another. It's, like, tag the whole The whole block. Yeah. The whole block. That's super cool. I'll help you. Thank you. (laughs) We can always recruit more. Yeah. (laughs) I want you to give me a rundown on, like, drag culture lingo or queer culture lingo. You have to. Let's see. Because I just learned... The only thing I know and our art director taught me, and he doesn't know how to say it. So he was like, someone has to do it. And I don't know if I'm going to do it right, but okur, okur, okur. Yeah. What, like, okay. What yeah. is that? And then like, tell me more. Well, it was basically it. just like, a, okay, but it's like, a, like a holla back. Be like, it's like, it's like a bad signal. I've, I can't lie. I used it yesterday on Instagram stories. <laughs> Cause <laughs> you like typed it. You didn't even just like say it. You were like, mm-hmm. oh, krr. like it has to have like at least 12 R's. Like okay. it'd be like, it's, it's a okay, thing. Sh- tell us, show us. Uh, well, oh, krr is like a favorite, but like you have to be like in the mood. Like you have to be hyped up. Uh, <laughs> and I- that's like when someone's talking shit or just saying, okay. Oh, it could be either way. It could be like, if you're just agreeing with someone, whether like, you know what? This bitch was like acting hella rude. And you're like, oh, krr. And then, and then it could be like someone's like really serving a look. And you're just like yes, okay, yes, and like that's just like praise basically. Uh, and then uh, my favorite, which my friend Linux, uh, the drag queen, uses all the time, is uh, gag. It's just like the best thing to me because she says it so casually, and um, gag. She, she's like get ready to gag girls and i'm just like yes lennox tell me more and then she's like my boyfriend did this and i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then i'm i'm sitting there and i'm just oh. and she's like right oh and that's gagging yes that's gagging when you like oh. it's like a jaw drop yeah and um I, I haven't even seen her in person in years but i just like watch her on instagram and i'm just like oh, you are right <laughs> 
I was ready to gag and I just did. I can't because like she'll tell like the craziest stories like my boyfriend was dead and now he's alive again. (laughs) And I'm like, how Linux? How did that happen? And she's trans as well, which is great. And she's like she she was like one of the first uh, queer people I had become friends with in my life that I knew of. And she was out and she had like blue hair and um, her, she was friends with a uh, gay kid named Colton. And they would, like, dance in public and, like, twerk and do headstands. <laughs> I think I still have the footage of all this. It, and I was just like, wow, gay people are awesome. Yeah. And then when I finally came to terms, like, oh, wait, bitch, you gay. I was like, damn, still right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're the best. I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm like, you have no clue, honey. Like, this... <laughs> Our history, to and fro, we're just fucking awesome all the way through. <laughs> yeah, so uh, gag is a favorite. And um, the tongue pop is just, like, iconic. What? Oh, like Alyssa like- Edwards. Like, it, like it, it takes practice. Mm-hmm. See, tr- That's a click. You're, like, popping. Oh, yeah. It's I'm a- clicking. You're popping. I can't do it. It, like, it takes effort. I had to practice a lot because when I saw Alyssa Edwards do it on RuPaul's Drag Race, I was like... <laughs> And like I had to practice for weeks, and I remember my sister was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Alyssa Edwards said, make that tongue pop, make that tongue pop," and I can't do it. And so I just, and then when I finally got it, I was I was so happy. It was like I graduated, and I didn't even go to high school, but it was like my graduation was when. That's amazing. Like I was like, oh my god. What about your sister? So, okay, how many siblings do you have? I have a younger brother and a younger sister and a um, stepsister who is cool. older than I am. And what are they like? Oh, they're super cool. Every, I mean, everyone like rubs off my dad. He's basically just like this this tree of artistic creativity and like weird hippiness. And then we all just became just like him. That's awesome. And do they... Um, do they like learning new things like you, like learning the oh. culture and tongue popping and all that? I don't that, think or they, they had just... a choice. No. Yeah. So they know and they oh, do yeah. it. Because I'd be sitting there like watching documentaries. Like when I saw um, Paris is Burning for the first time, I just watched it in the living room. And like anyone who came through would see like, yeah. see like Willie Ninja and like all these people. And it's like, oh, you're just going to absorb this because this is a part of Earth's history as well as any other like stuff i don't care about columbus like i know what he did fuck him Mm -hmm. but i do care about like the house of like all these people like these people are creating houses and families and looking out for each other i care more about that yeah and i think it's sort of just like all of our lives like inspire each other a little bit that's so cool which is cool because then like my brother can wear a skirt if he wants to or a dress and not feel like his siblings are going to look at him and be like (laughs) Mm -hmm. what we're gonna be like, oh my god, yes, Does get he? that hemmed. Oh no, oh. <laughs> I think I think he might have a skirt. No, he had he had a t shirt that was long enough to be considered a dress. And I think my mom, I don't know if she cut it up, but like she was not a fan <gasps> of it, or no. like she tried to get rid of it. I remember I had like a whole thing with her because I was like, he should be able to wear whatever he wants. Yeah, like and that's like a cis black man, and I'm like. Let if he wants to wear a fucking dress, let him wear a fucking dress. Like, yeah. excuse me, 
Like, that's not your decision. That's not my decision. Plus, that's a very expensive Topshop dress he has right there. And we are not taking that back. No. He's going to wear it. And it's going to look good. Mm-hmm. And um, that was probably, like, one of the proudest moments I had with my brother. Because I was just like, you fight for that dress, boy. Yes. Go for it. And I wasn't letting him fight alone either. I was like, he can wear whatever he wants. Aww. And I don't want to hear nothing about it. And, you know, maybe I'll go buy him a dress now. <laughs> I just remembered that. I forgot about that. When was that? It had to be like a year and a half ago, if that. And you, a year and a half ago, were you in North I, Carolina? No, I was okay. in L.A. So your in... family moved to L.A.? Yes. And then you met Molly? Yes, I met Molly at a... She um, also runs School of Doodle. And it was a School of Doodle workshop. And I had my um, Mozart wig on, my T-shirt that said proud owner of a vagina mm-hmm. and i'm walking around like and i did a twiggy eye like i spent a lot of time getting ready because i was so excited and um urban outfitters had like been like oh, we don't want to hire you so i'm just like everything sucks i'm gonna go here instead <laughs> and so i went to this workshop and um like i'm walking around i'm seeing all these people i don't know anyone except for my sister she was there but um she sort of like straight off to like do the crafts and things and then this lady comes up to me and smooth as fuck. She pulls out this like gold lined thick ass paper. That's how you know it's fancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, business card. And she was like this. She was like, my name is Molly. I want you to work here. And I was like, whoa, who are you? This is like a movie. Hi. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Great. And uh, we talked about Bernie Sanders and like some, it was like something weird. It didn't make sense. And she was like, okay, so I want you to work here. Email me. And I was like, like, I was like, so like an internship. She was like, no, like I'm going to pay you to work here. And I was like, yes. And no one would believe it was true. I told my dad, he's like, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So right. Okay, good. So that's not Call true. Call me when it happens. Yeah. Show me the receipts. <laughs> Show me the receipts. I'm like, you see this thick ass business card is real. And he's like, okay, well, also I'm the most gullible child in the family. So I'm yeah. sure he was like, oh, poor thing. Oh, <laughs> this is like one of those like internet raffles, isn't it? You thought you won again. <laughs> and it was so real. And then like, uh, she moved me out to New York. She's like, come here. We're going to like, we have she an moved office you out here. Oh yeah. It was like a whole thing. She's basically like a saint, but also she's a total, um, like Trojan horse, which is kind of awesome because people see her as like this fancy white lady. Like she'll have her Chanel bag and be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then as soon as she like, if you get to know her, then you see like this sort of like edge and she's basically like a teenager mm-hmm. and she's like, oh no, I'm basically just getting y'all in the room. Like, <laughs> I just want y'all like go in, fix their shit, like fuck their shit up and have them pay you a whole bunch of money. And I'm like, that sounds great. Yeah. And I wish I came up with it. <laughs> like, and, cause she can go into those spaces. She can go into like all these like business head rooms and be like hey i have all these girls and gender non-conforming people that are creative and have great ideas and you need great ideas pay them and then we come in looking like the most glamorous ragtag team and she's just like "Mm -hmm. you're gonna listen to them now i bet you didn't hear see that coming because she'll sit back and not say anything and let us actually speak which is it blows people's minds because you see all these people in suits and stuff like Wow. Oh, so I'm listening to a 19 year old. She's like, yes, take notes. That's incredible. Which is like crazy. And do you get nervous? I don't think I do. Cause then I realize. well, Molly always is like, 
the one thing that you have to like remember when you're going into those spaces is like people want to hear what you have to say it's no one being like you're well like no one's there not to learn and even if you have to learn from each other that's fine and that may cause like a little bit of like a tiff or some debate and like you work out on an idea or you're like we disagree on this we agree on this totally fine yeah but you sort of just like wing it I mean I just always pretend I'm James Dean (laughs) so I'm like which character am I playing today (laughs) no it's great I love that I think so it's good everyone has to kind of sometimes fall into character to feel a little bit more empowered when you feel like nervous or scared or whatever oh yeah I mean I'm just like yeah (laughs) so what are the businesses that you guys go into tell us a little bit about that um, like, like, who are these people that you're talking to and giving your brilliant ideas to? Well, I'm going to keep them confidential for now because I don't know if I'm supposed to. I sign NDAs like like the Every receipts, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm supposed to say or not supposed to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But they're, like, awesome companies who are, like, fucking so awesome. Are, okay, well, you don't have to say the exact names, but are, these people are basically saying, we want to be more open-minded. We want to mm-hmm. help change the culture, and we need you to, um like educate us oh yeah they basically want to know like what is gen z how they can like basically like be better and do better which i think is cool for anyone not just companies just people in general and molly's like well i think this is a great opportunity for you to not only like not just like rip the culture which people always you'll get people are gonna come back at you for that i mean it's wrong in any respect and so she's like why don't you instead pay these kids for their opinions treat them like they're human beings and uh then you are doing better learning and like it's just good all, all the way around and she's always like you are not gonna rip off these people these girls or these gender non-conforming people uh-uh not on my watch and so it's like we can all trust her which is great because like we've gotten emails from places where we're just like hey molly they said that we should do this and this for free she was like they paid an adult like $20,000 for that. What are you talking about? I was like, cute, yeah. cute. But they said they'll give me ice cream. And she's like, it's like those what? free candy signs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I actually got an email that was like, we will give you ice cream if you come do this. What? And Molly was like, they'd pay an adult like a decent chunk of change for what you're about to go give them for ice cream. Yeah. And I was like, but there's ice cream. And she's like, Mm-mm. she's like, no, that is a no. And I was like, cool cool that's so funny she's like that's like a multi-million dollar business that you're about to go for ice cream and i was like yeah i just thought it was cute she's like "Mm -mm, i'll get you ice cream and i was like deal let's go get ice cream (laughs) fuck those guys and she did and it was great (laughs) yeah oh so tell me a little bit about again like we were you were talking about how you didn't know what gender fluid was Mm -hmm. And I don't remember if we did that on or off camera at this point. But anyways, so then what happened when you figured out like eight months ago, you said, right? Yeah, it was about like eight months. And that ago. was before you met that. That was before Arts Not Parts. No, this was during Arts Not Parts. I think we made we were like getting ready to launch it. So we were like already doing this. And I didn't know what to call that because I was like, it's not trans, but maybe it is. trans. I was like, I couldn't figure it out. And um, funny enough, I was at the uh, Leslie Lohman Museum in Soho and I saw a rainbow flag and I was like, oh, I'll walk in there. And I was like walking in the rain. I was being hella dramatic, but I was like, so happy. Yes, I'll walk into the rainbow flag building. I didn't know it was a museum. And so I go in there and I'm 
um, greeted by this um, person and their name is Nirvana. And I was like, I'm in the right place. <laughs> and um, they're like, can you sign in and like give a $5 donation? And I was like, totally cool. Yes. And I do the sign in and it has like all these options for, uh, I guess, like gender identity. And I was like, oh, I was like, uh oh, <laughs> I was like, because I didn't like want to lie. was like 50 different options was, like Facebook. It was a decent amount. It was like maybe 10, mm. 11. I was like, and then I read something that said gender fluid. And I was like, what is that? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds right. Because I was going to put like cis female, like done. But Why? then I was reading it and I was, I was like, wait, I'm sorry. Where's Why? Because like, just... that's why I had always been told. Yeah. Like, You're just a cis female. I was like, okay. And, and then I read that and I was like, oh no, whatever that is, is correct. <laughs> and so I like clicked it and signed in because I didn't want to lie. And that like, you're in like a very queer space. Like it's mm-hmm. a gay museum. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm not lying here. And then I was like, this word, whatever it is, makes so much sense to me. And then I just clicked it and I was like, yep, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And then I like looked around the museum and I volunteer there now. Like they're awesome. And um, I learned more about like what gender fluid means or... Um, and a lot of my friends were gender nonconforming, and I just sort of didn't even question it. I just yeah. was like, okay, <laughs> like you can. What's call it- the difference? Now there goes. The- I think gender nonconforming people don't identify with any gender. Don't feel any tied to any gender in particular. Me, I feel a tie to a more masculine, like energy. I'll say energy instead of gender. Energy and a more feminine energy, but also there's like an in between that just like it could be anything like I don't even know what that is and yeah. um I think that's the difference because I have friends who like even the way they present I wouldn't even call them like a gender like nothing in my brain would assign them to any gender because I don't feel that from them it just feels like a very like make I don't I don't know like maybe otherworldly like they're fucking gods <laughs> I'm like just yes like okay mm-hmm. and I never questioned it either like people tell me you tell me who you are, I'm going to believe you. Mm-hmm. And so um, then I started doing research because I was like, oh, I never really thought to even research this stuff. Yeah. And then like, the, it's just well, who's like coming up with this research? You know, I who's like no coming up clue. with these names? I was on Urban Dictionary, yeah. which is not <laughs> credible. Mm-mm. But, uh, <laughs> I but was it's like, something. It's right? something. Yeah. I mean, it was either that or like Wikipedia or random articles. So I was like, if I get something wrong, I'll blame it on the internet. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I thought it was great. I was like, gender fluid sounds like it fits me and whatever else fits anyone else, I'm totally accepting of. Mm-hmm. Like, you come and tell me, like, I think that my aura is blue without ever seeing it. And I'd be like, you're probably right. I, I can't <laughs> see it either. You, you know you better than I do. Shit. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about the manic situation. Oh, well, I'm bipolar, and um, that's where my name came from. I, gray. Uh, gray. Gray dot dot dot. Three dots behind it. Now, I guess I left myself a note when I did this, but... Um, when you did what? I went manic. Okay. Uh, and this, like... When? T- oh. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I had never, like, went manic before... That I, was conscious of I should say that I what I like would go manic but never be conscious of it this time I was very aware and very conscious of it and I was doing more research into after the fact you were aware and conscious of it during during the bits and pieces I can remember how long it had to be like 
two days. I, I had like the most energy. I was listening to the Beatles in like my hallway because I thought the acoustics would like some, I was, I was out, out I was out there. And um, I had deleted like all my social media posts and I changed my name on like my Instagram. I like deleted, I had a Twitter for some reason. I don't even use Twitter. I was like, what is happening today? You created a Twitter account. I created a Twitter account. I went manic and I created a Twitter account. (laughs) And then I was like, and it doesn't say anything in the bio, nothing. It was just like random spurts of words. And I was like, oh no, good thing I have zero followers. And so I was like, oh, so I deleted that. But I noticed that I put for my name on everything gray dot 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 i love it i had like written on some papers in my room was like the three dots are because it's an unfinished idea and i'm like oh great 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 (laughs) you leave me with this good got it so like two days later you feel like you're finally coming down you're even keel Mm -hmm. and then you realize what's going um, on manic me had changed my name so i was like gosh but like manic you is like brilliant (laughs) I mean, is it that bad? You know, I didn't think it was bad at all. I mean, personally, I'm like, there's like, uh, there's like a bittersweetness to being bipolar because a lot of creative people get a lot of their creativity from it or it is enhanced by it. So I was like, oh my, I couldn't have been called any other name than this. Like, this just makes sense. And I was like, it makes so much sense. I mean, not the like, it's an unfinished. I was like, ah, you, ah, you bitch. What (laughs) is this? That isn't, wow. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yes, that was everything. That was the best thing ever. (laughs) I'm seriously going to like call you and just say that. That was fucking iconic. (laughs) Yes. And the timing. Oh, it was perfect. (laughs) Oh, they just gave me life. Exactly. <laughs> so you used it appropriately. The, oh. Knowledge is power. Got that right. <laughs> the more you know, reading Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's fucking perfect. That's so funny. Well, I love you and Aww. I love, I think I would love Manic you. So that's amazing. <laughs> and oh, thank you. Yeah, I just like, I guess the last thing is tell me a little bit more about where you see Arts Not Parts going and and what you're excited about and what we can expect from it and how we can support it. Well, um, supporting it, I'd say go go tag up those posters, even if it means in your living room, like anywhere. People are just putting it like in their office break rooms. And I don't know what that'll do for someone getting their morning coffee. Maybe it'll make them smile or, you know, then they know someone in their office like gives a shit again. Who cares? And um, for me personally, I just want to see it change people's minds and maybe save a couple lives because the suicide rate for trans people or queer people in general is way too fucking high. Like it's it doesn't make it. It makes sense, but it shouldn't make sense, which is the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think more spaces that are very open, even if it means like a street corner or wherever that are like, hey, there's someone around there who cares about you and who loves you. And like slightly is like willing to go to jail for you in, in this effort to like let you know. Yeah. Because we may not not we may not all have access to each other, even with the world of social media and everything. Not everyone is out. Not everyone knows how to articulate their feelings. Not everybody knows like what trans or gender flu or any of these things are. Because I mean, we're in New York right now. And New York is not like the rest of the world. No. LA is not like the rest of the world. There's like a middle and the then the rest, mm-hmm. you know? 
islands and shit and everything. <laughs> and um, I mean, what they're doing in Russia right now, like parts mm. of Russia is just like, no, like, don't forget, this is just a small little island, New yeah. York. LA is just, I mean, an earthquake. Hopefully not. But like, it's very small parts of the world that we're like banking on to really mm-hmm. like, this is, this is like everything. It's like, no, there's a, people are getting killed and hunted and it's not put in prisons like this is not okay china's like banning all of the all of the access to basically any queer knowledge right now parts of china i should say and it's not right and um i hope to see like people in china putting up posters and being like hey yeah i know what you said is like the rule but i'm just not gonna listen to it Mm -hmm. because i'm like um, most people don't listen to rules anyway so just (laughs) do it in like a positive way no i don't like rules exactly so if i'm like hey go do something like this we were like i like that i'll go do it i was like even if someone told you not to they're like yeah, yeah i think i think i'll still do it yeah even if someone told you you're not supposed to like these people yeah, I think I'll I'll still do that. And mm-hmm. I'll probably still like these people and care about them and love them. Mm-hmm. And it blows my mind, like, how much people are willing to go against the grain because they're realizing that, like, nothing is set in stone. Nothing is reliable other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how to treat people, so treat people that way. Don't go against it because of what a book says or what some congressman says or what your school is saying. This is the golden standard. Mm-hmm. Like forget those people and like go like listen to the truths with russell brand or something like change your mind a little bit i don't know yeah oh well thank you so much for sharing with us i had so much fun with you and i'm just super excited to stay connected and see how else we can um help each other out yes you better hit me up when y'all are in new york now i'm definitely going to i'm coming here more often and we're like gonna go out together yes yes (laughs) i'll take you to secret project robot and i'll bring hunter schaefer and she designed a poster and she's an awesome trans model and like she's fucking breathtaking and the world is going to be like shook like like just like sit back and watch yes and i'm gonna put a poster up in our pop-up and wherever we go i'm super excited oh my god i'm so stoked thank you (laughs) so much this is so cool yeah this is fun (laughs) 